that again. Hello, Hello. and welcome to Hunchpig. Yeah. We're live. Well, live for each other. Yeah. I guess. We've never been dead. We've, we're uh, in the same room. We're in Studio B. Yep. This is a brand new um, installment. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot brighter. It feels... Mm. Feels more optimistic in here. It's a bit more elevated. It's I think there's there's just the, yeah we're um, going Whoa. for a I think the air conditioning just kicked off. <laughs> um, yeah, wow. Mm. I feel very bare now. <laughs> How does this is the only room with carpet in my house? <laughs> oh, so if we were in any other room, you could hear echoes. Oh, nice. Which this, so this what you're saying is this is a perfectly treated yes room for it's been <clears throat> for sound dampened yeah something this microphone sounds good yeah um, yeah this is like the it. the the blue blue yeti so we're using a single microphone yep your microphone yep called the blue yeti yep um you have concocted a way for us to both hear things. Yeah. What is this? This is like a splitter, but... It's built into your headphones. Oh, that's cool. So you are wearing um, some headphones yep. that I got, but they have like, um, near the headphone jack, they'll it splits off its own mm-hmm. second um, yep. jack. And so I'm plugged into that with some Apple headphones. So maybe I'll describe from top down yep. what I'm seeing. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> we have the Blue Yeti microphone. Oh, in, higher. In all its glory. All of its glory. Very nice. Very heavy. Yep. Um, we have it in bi-directional mode. So um, also known as figure eight for uh, for audio nerds. Um, so that means that it's picking up on both sides of the mic, which is, you know, for both of us, you're making some, <laughs> some faces that are a little concerning. You keep going. You sure. keep going. Just keep Certain describing. I feel like the table's getting lopsided. <clears throat> I'll get there. So, <laughs> yep. So it picks up on two sides and rejects on the other two sides. That's figure eight. So if I speak over here on the side, check, check. You know, it's it's not as, oh, bigger oh, yeah. I am again, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's good for... Uh, for backup it's vocals, you do a lot of that. If there's like two singers that are trying to like hit harmonies together and they like, can like see each other and share the same, that's share the same mic. Exactly what we're doing. Exactly what we're doing yeah. in harmony. So that is on top of a um, uh, Kirkland signature. Maybe it's a maybe it's a Kleenex brand. I assume Kirkland because we get a lot of cost. I think it's a Kirkland signature. Kirkland signature um, tissue box <laughs> that is not full. So it's. Uh, <laughs> Pretty pretty lightweight, and it's a very heavy microphone on top of that. That is resting on a leaf of a table. Kitchen table? Oh, uh, dining room table. Dining room table. Yeah. That dining room table leaf is on one side resting on a, a bed. Yep. Edge, very edge of a bed, I will say. Yeah, I really, um, I wanted to make sure we had leg room. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's definitely not optimized for stability. Oh. The other side is on top of two stacked suitcases and a pillow. (laughs) Um, 
that's uh, yeah. So we have this table, ta table, quote unquote, with <laughs> <laughs> Matt's putting his coffee directly on the bed because he's worried that the table is that unstable. The coffee, the coffee's finished, so it's safe. Oh, okay. It's safe on the bed. But... Now I feel like I should chug my coffee so it doesn't spill <laughs> oh, over your laptop. Yeah. And there is definitely going to be a. Oh, intermission with a bang and a crash at some point. Um, I feel so I can give some, uh, some insider knowledge yep. about the, this, this setup, uh, the two suitcases on top of each other. Um, it's just totally not a mistake on my part. The bottom one is completely empty <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... and the top one has another smaller suitcase in, inside of it. Uh-huh. It's sort of like a Rus Russian doll situation yeah. with the suitcases. Um, and I, f I feel like this was relatively level <laughs> when we started. Yep. And it is now, like, I guess the, the pillows compressed are... Um, I'm concerned that the bag will just collapse in on itself. Yep. But I'm sure it's going to be fine. I'm sure everything is going to be great. Mm -hmm. And there aren't going to be any problems. It's a reason compression. On this recording. Yeah. And Good. Yeah. Although the lights aren't turning on. Yeah, it's weird. So, we're recording with GarageBand? Mm -hmm. Have we not done that before? I don't think we have. Okay. I uh, just get the audio files to edit, so I don't... Right, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> you don't care where they came from. Or, right. Uh, yeah. And then you uh, edit them in... Uh, so this is going to be all new to me. You edit them in... Yeah. What program? Yeah, yeah. That, you know. <laughs> Ruby? Hmm. Just You just use... Who? Programming languages. What? Compressed. You just look up the, the list of numbers <laughs> in the in the file and you edit them by hand. <laughs> yeah. Smart. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot, actually. We try and... I try and leave sort of unfiltered our essence. <sighs> Did you want to mess with the, the stereo and things? It's really cool. The fact um, that while you're talking, you can switch that on. So the stereo won't translate can to hear. the listeners. But you will go quieter. True. Yeah. Okay. So this is this is a this is cardioid. So let's both say uh, cardioid. Sorry, on figure eight still. All right. This one's cardioid. Whoa. So one. You two, sound really three. far away. I'm completely rejected. Oh. Okay. I'm in like the butt of this <laughs> one. Like, there's like, a, a, there's like a, a mute butt. And I am right on the butt. So if I go around here a little oh, bit, oh yeah, yeah. Just start to hear a little more, and then yeah. So cardio That's crazy. is the default. That's for like singing and things. Yep. Okay. All right. This is omni. So um, this is this catching is all directions. Every direction. So <laughs> we're orbiting this microphone. Hello. Um, you hear no difference. <laughs> yeah. But, but we, we are moving. We do look. Trust us. We do look ridiculous. <laughs> we had like a weird like we were like really in sync. Yeah. Like the uh, microphone obviously. always had to be sort of like a hide and seek or a yeah. Oh, that's oh. funny. Okay, and then this is going to be stereo. So, what's the deal with stereo? This is trying to, like, pick up... Whoa. Uh, whoa. Yeah. What? And I'm still rejected. Oh, wow. That's crazy. <laughs> People are just going to... So, so, that's going to oh, be... It sounds so bad when I switch the switch. That's going to be rough. Oh, it's going to be fine. Let me just see what that signal looks like. Well... Oh, it's gone. <laughs> eh, you know... Yeah, yeah. This is what I'll edit that out. This is why they 
We yeah. won't edit that out. <laughs> I'm going to handle We've it. never edited anything. In, in, edit here. Yep. Cool. <sighs> That's, I, this is exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for making the trip out to Malden. You're welcome. How does it feel? Feels good. Feels yeah. good. I'm going to pick up some uh, CO2, hopefully. CO2. I have an empty carbon dioxide tank. Ah. Uh, Apparently there's an abundance of that. Of empty CO2? No, of CO2. Oh, yeah. Probably needs to be picking up more. That's true. <laughs> Is it your fault? Is that why there's... Because <laughs> well, you just haven't been picking it up? Has it just been building up? You know what I've been looking into... Oh. A little bit. Oh. Is a spunding valve. A spunding valve? Spunding valve. I don't know what the word spunding is. What? I know what the word valve is. Yeah. But, um, yeah, a spunding valve is a thing that you can put on a keg. Okay. So. It's for the spunding. For the spunding. Yeah. So. We're getting some air in here. What you would do. It's going to be warmer. Ooh. So, so uh, what you would do yeah. with a spunding valve okay. is um, your beer s- still needs to be live. It still needs to it's... have some fermentation left. Oh, yeah. Right? You so don't you... want dead beer. Exactly. <laughs> Transfer to the keg when, you, when you're when you like a couple points away from final gravity. Oh, yeah. Right? So, so, so we'll do... do a little bit in the keg. Um, Wait. Yeah. W- why? Because the spunding valve you put on the gas out po- or the gas in post. Okay. And um, the, the fermentation naturally carbonates the beer at that point, just like a big bottle. Right, right, right. And the spunding valve is there to, you set a max pressure on that. To make sure it doesn't explode. Exactly. So hmm. it'll let gas out if it hits, you know, 15 PSI or something like that. And it's um, the, the... So ad- then you don't have to force carbonate... I see. ...as much right. from, uh, from the tank. So you're, pres- you're, you're basically conserving... The amount of CO2, you're not like right. helping the production of more CO2, I guess, in the right. atmosphere. Is that something that big breweries will do? Yeah, a lot of breweries will... Um, and the, the extra CO2 tanks are just to like get the consistency? Yeah, I think they will do a lot of um, carbonation in bright tanks. Bright tanks. Which is a thing, it's like a conditioning tank. Oh, uh, okay. But, um, Unlike those dull tanks? Exactly. They're very shiny. Yeah. It's where the beer gets <laughs> where brilliant. Oh, yeah. Uh, it yeah. Find, finds its true self. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You can huh. also serve directly from bright tanks, which is an interesting... Like, you don't I have to even get kegs at that point, because they can hold pressure, and yeah. Um, if you have, like, a glycol system to chill them down in, like, the jacketed... Um, right. The electric yeah. blankets and things. Yep. Have you... Um, have you been avoiding um, putting beer into the kegs while there's still some activity because you don't have a spunding valve for fear of um, it exploding? So my current process is to actually... So the short answer is yes. Okay. But not for the fear of exploding, more just I just... The beer's just done at that point. I see. Um, so, yeah, current process, I've been um, cold crashing the beer in the fermentation vessel. Right. So when it's done, I'll get it really cold to like 32 or even 30 degrees. Right. And that's to stop um, fermentation. Uh, no, it's actually to clarify the beer. Clarify the beer. Um, Why does it clarify? The crashing idea is the... Um, that's a good question. Why does it clarify? Um, when like, it, when pre- it gets really cold, pre- everything kind of falls out. Like right. Like hop 
particles and the yeast particles kind of oh, I see. fall out. Why would that be the case scientifically? Well, I guess because they'll have less, there'll be less potential energy in the, um, in the beer. In the beer. So like the more, the more heat you have in any system, the more like molecules are like hopping around. Yeah. And moving and I guess mixing. Hopping. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so you're going to have a less hoppy beer if right. you cold crash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to, everything's going to calm down a little wow. bit. And So you're a fan of cold crashing. Yeah. No, I'm a big fan. Get that hop Get flavor. Get that hop. All Stop that, that hopping. All that hopping. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, that's good because I just made it up. Yeah. That's why I said kind of. Right. Uh, but alternatively, it could also, like, if it kills off anything, so if it stops um, the yeast doing being active, yeah, that will the, probably right. make the yeast drop out. They will, which will flocculate. Exactly. Yes. Yep. That's that's a thing for sure. Um, there will also be like different um, enzymes at work at different temperatures, mm-hmm. and it could have something to do with that. Yep. I don't know if flocu- flocculation mm-hmm. is a fun- has changes over temperature i imagine it it does it could yeah it also yeah. changes over uh with pressure actually so that makes one, sense. Of, one of the um one of the potential issues with doing the spunding technique is your yeast dropping out too soon oh um, okay the pressure starts to build up and yeah, it's yeah. like oh I, I'm, I'm done, done. i'm out of here this is weird right and it just falls out and huh. your beer doesn't attenuate fully um bump, bump. so so there's so, another reason that I've the real reason I've actually been looking at spunding valves. Okay, is this, not this everything we've talked about is not the real reason. It's actually not. It's not what? to save the environment. It's, it's not, not to like help me carbonate my beer. It's actually okay to prevent oxidation in my beer. How does it? Oh, because you'll be producing CO two, so it will push any oxygen out. It will be. Yep, that's part of it. The other part is that the yeast is still active, and it will um, active yeast will scrub oxygen out Ooh. of the beer, um, which I love that we like everyone says yeast scrubs out oxygen. <laughs> I just love the imagery that we have to give ourselves to like. Obviously, it's not literally scrubbing, like, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. Since the beer is still active, um, you can. You can have some oxygen in the keg when you transfer, like, a little bit, and it's not going to harm the beer. Right. Whereas if it's completely done, and then you add oxygen, it's, like, it's going to go... a problem. Like, yeah, because the oxygen's going to stick around and, like, mix in with the beer and... Right. And start to yeah. make it stale and... Um, have the bad flavors. And the especially... Ones that lose competitions. Exactly. This is especially important for IPAs, and even more, oh. doubly especially for New England IPAs. Oh, I care less. Yep, <laughs> you do. But I care more because there's an IPA-only mm. competition. What? That is happening. Disgusting. In Boston. Yeah. In Wait, late January. That's not the one we're going to, is it? No. Oh, okay. Cool. No. <laughs> we should talk about that, too, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, when is that? No, let's talk about it I think it it's now. pretty soon. Yeah. Did you buy tickets? I did buy tickets. We're going... So, like, Hunchpig will be at... Ooh. Yeah. Come, come bring this heavy microphone. Oh yeah, come meet us. We'll record a. Uh, we'll record a podcast. That's not. We're not going to record no, a podcast. Probably not. I do have a portable recorder. We could. We could interview. We people. could. <laughs> like, just play it off like, all right, we have this. Po- yeah, you've probably heard of us. Um, yeah, 100. exactly. I mean, they probably have. Yeah. Um, all this beer, beer knowledge. 
So oh. we're going in like a week. Uh, Quinton. Friday. No. I've, so just for the listeners, I have I have my dog um, at my feet. Yep. And um, I have two dogs. Um, one of the dogs is downstairs barking, so you might be able to hear that. But this yep. is triggering my other dog, so... Mm. Oh, 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 calm down. <laughs> so the thing we're going to... Yes. ...is called... Uh, Nerax or Nerax? N E R A X. N E R A X. And this one is is Nerax North. Nerax North. Yep. Can you open that door? Yes. <laughs> Go. Bye. <laughs> yeah, he's a little rounder in the middle. <laughs> I did not <laughs> estimate that completely perfectly. Um, so Nerax North is in Salem, Massachusetts. Yep. Which is. Uh, very close to where I live, so it's convenient it's, for uh, me. Yeah, it's um, pretty convenient for me. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah. Um, so Nerex, what is it? It's New England Real Ale Exhibition, Ooh, I think. As opposed to all that fake ale. Right. It's like... It's very, it's a little pretentious, like, mm, mm. this is the real ale. Oh, yeah. But it's also very... Sounds English. Perfect for us. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so it's... Um, it's all cask ale. Oh yeah. That's the best ale. I don't think I've ever had. I think that's the only real no, I've ale. had it. I've had it a couple times, but I'm always like, mm. I think uh, if it's not in a cask, it's not really ale. <laughs> I think that's the idea. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of live beer. Yeah. That is the idea with cask beer. That it should be live. Right. Yeah. There's active yeast. You're, you can, uh. Tough to download. It's. <laughs> what? Shouldn't record it. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all happening now. Oh, yeah. Live yep. on stage. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited for it. Yeah, no, so am I. There, we will, so we will report back here. Yep. We'll have a special hunch fig. If we, if we survive it. Yep. Um, I'm sure we will. How many tickets do we get? You could, it's unlimited. It's unlimited. <laughs> you what? There aren't drink tickets. Oh, God. It's just four hours. Fuck. For... <laughs> Oh, that's not true. Oh, okay. It is unlimited if you have unlimited money. Okay. Oh, so, yeah, okay. Yeah. No, th- yeah, this just gets you oh, in. It's, and, uh, it's unlimited in the same sense that going to the pub, there's unlimited Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, okay. Sorry. It's not free as in beer. <laughs> you got really excited slash scared, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, Those are always the worst. <laughs> um, when you feel like you have to get your money's worth and that's like in the back of your mind. Yeah. Like, oh, ugh. Yeah, because when there are tickets, so uh, we had a strong beer festival in Arizona that I went to where all of the beers had to be over 9%. Oh my gosh. Um, and we got 15 tickets and yeah. a little four ounce um, sampler. 15 each? F- 15 tickets each. Oh, yeah, that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> but you... So 16 or 60 ounces of 10% beer. Yeah. Whoa. That's yep. like five of those beers. It was... <laughs> that'll, that'll get you yeah. in trouble. I went with a friend who did not handle it well. Yeah. And um, we decided to take public transport because we didn't want Ooh. to... We didn't want to die. <laughs> Sounds like a familiar story. Uh, in a car. And it, yeah, it went just as well as uh, <laughs> as your familiar story. Yeah. Um, Ugh. Anyway, um, huh. that's uh, that's probably enough beer talk for now. What do you, yeah. what do you have on the on the docket? Um, hmm. So, I finished Super Mario. 
Oh, I thought that's what that meant. The Odyssey. Yeah. It's finished. I finished it. I oh, I, have not opened it. Oh, I have it in my house. There's still a lot to play. I gotta, I've had it in my house the whole time. But I have finished it. I have not opened it. <laughs> we are on different we ends of this spectrum. Spectrum, yeah. Um, do you feel exhilarated? Oh, yeah. Do you feel... It's wonderful. Yeah? Yeah, it's really good. Good ending, good... Oh, oh, no. The ending's weird. Okay. I'm looking forward to talking about that when you reach there. Because I feel like once you've reached that point, yeah, like all bets are off. We can go spoiler crazy because mm. other people, they've had enough time. Oh, <laughs> Ian yeah, has... that'll be 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Ian has finished. <laughs> I'll have to like get my Switch repaired so that it even can work yeah. like to play the game. Um, yeah. Huh. So... I So the only thing I've heard is that you can play two player and the second player can play the hat. Yeah. The cap? Yeah, what the cap. Cappy. Cappy. Yeah. So, um, and it's actually really nice because you can, uh, you can be playing single player and then you can just pause it and switch to two player. Oh, nice. And you just give so yeah. the other person the controller. Nice. It's, re- it's really That's slick. exactly, I think, how, yeah, how I would want to do it. Yeah. And then um, at any point. I would probably be more into it than Katie, but I'm not sure. She, I mean, she likes Mario and yeah. stuff, but. Well, it's also nice because the, um. Like, because it is asymmetrical. Mm-hmm. Like, playing the cap, you're kind of not doing as much. Mm-hmm. Um, like, whoever's playing Mario is guiding, like, where you're going and everything. Right. Um, and so it's great playing with Paige. Oh, yeah. Because she loves being the cap. She loves, like, flying around and <laughs> just, like, not always being super helpful. So what is this? Does it split screen or, like, what is it? No, no. It's just a single screen and the hat has to stay near you. Okay. Uh, although, if she gets bored and stops moving, the cap will just stay wherever it is, and I'll have run off and be defenseless. But then you can put it back to one player and yes. get it back. Yeah. Interesting. Can the cap like jump and walk? Uh, the the cap or like the cap kind of like spins and hovers around. It's sort of like <laughs> helicoptering. Um, and then you can press a button to always go back to Mario's head. Nice. And then okay. Um, Okay, but, so but it's kind of like uh, Thor's hammer kind of thing. Oh yeah, going on. It's really it's really cool though because you can like jump off the hat, and nice. um, when the hat's with you, the hat can make Mario jump. When the hat, okay. So you can do like a double jump thing with Mario. Oh, so cool. I think if I you think, time it right, then you can. Yeah, I think in two player, um, you actually can. There's a little more mobility, maybe, mm-hmm. but you have to be in sync. Right. Um, but the nice thing is, like, um, depending on. How, like, if you want to introduce someone to, like, a Mario game, mm-hmm. having them play Mario and you play the cap, you can help dramatically hmm. playing the cap. Nice. It's it's really yeah cool. They, um, it sounds very consistent with Nintendo's ability to, like, just find, like, figure out a really fun thing. Right. That no one's ever really done in, the, in that way before. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, what, how much of us like small bite game is it? Like, is it something that oh, if I have a 15 minutes on the train, I can def- get something done? Definitely. More than Zelda? Um, or I think or more, no. more than Zelda because it's still like, um, yeah, I think more than Zelda because it's, mm-hmm. it's the Zelda had this like huge open world and part of the appeal of Zelda was sort of the 
just the vastness of it mm-hmm. was being able to run out and look across all of Hyrule and yeah. sort of get to these. Um, it, I feel like a couple hours was a good like yeah. chunk for Zelda if you wanted to accomplish something and not just like cook some vegetables or whatever. Right. And it, it made really good use of negative space. Like there were, there was sort of large areas where there, there wasn't anything and that made the areas that had stuff all that more interesting. Hmm. Um, whereas with Mario, it's, um, the, you're going to all these different, um, lands or worlds mm-hmm. and they're, they're all fairly small and self-contained. Um, and the, uh, checkpoints are fairly regular. Nice. So you can, yeah. you can probably get from one checkpoint to another in like 10 or 15 minutes pretty easily. Cool. Um, and it also has like some 2d stuff which is cool oh that's you'll like go into warp pipes and it will change to like like retro retro mario oh nice cool um and like the possessing stuff is incredible possessing stuff yeah so you like throw your cap and you become the thing that you've thrown your cap to you shapeshift yeah you like you become like goomba mario oh wow or wait you don't shapeshift you just you just possess the thing oh okay what happens to you to your body you your body goes into, it just gets sucked in, Ooh. and you take okay. it over. Wow. And it gets a little Mario mustache, and it has the Mario <laughs> cap. <laughs> you really, whew, oh, this you fun. need to play. Yeah. Damn. Okay. <laughs> whew. There's a lot going on. Yeah. It's good. Oh, are we, where are we? Where, where's Garage Band? Oh, God. <laughs> we should, uh, we should take a break, because we were going to do okay. sh- shorter episodes. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. We're at 778. What, what do I hit? Do I hit stop? Mm-hmm. Hey. Hey. We're back. We're back. Um, we're front and we're back and we're... I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. What is a selectman? Selectman. A selectman. A selectman? A selectman. Select man. Select, select man. Okay. I'm guessing that it's someone that you select in an election. To do what? Oh, I don't. <laughs> nah. I really... Well, you select them, and then yeah. they're... But then don't they select things? I assume that's what they're for. Oh. So there's a Maybe. children's book that I've been reading with Paige. Mm-hmm. About um, a steam shovel called Marianne. Okay. And Mike Mulligan is the owner of the steam Mike shovel. Mike Mulligan's steam shovel. Yes. That was like my favorite book growing up. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember anything about it. There was a select man. Okay. And they need to decide who is going to dig the cellar. Um, and I was like, I guess... Is he like a foreman? I, of, of the job maybe, site? I... Selectman. I don't know. And then, so I was like, well, I I don't really know what this is, but maybe this is like an old-timey thing. And then, mm-hmm. I drove past an election poster. That's my guess of where you would have seen it. It's an elected official. Yeah. And I was like, well, what what is the job? Oh, so maybe it's like a, not a building inspector, but maybe something in that realm? I mean, it sounds like it's, like like I could do it. It sounds like multiple choice. <laughs> I've just got to select them. Right. <laughs> Which steam shovel do you want to use for this job? Right. Like, that one? 
this one. Do you want to do? Do you want to use Mike Mulligan and Marianne, or do you want a hundred men to do it in a week, or some unnamed steam shovel? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Um. Or like a diesel shovel, or a yeah, yeah, electric. Weird. I don't, yeah, selectman. I really, I really hoped you would be able to enlighten me. There's a lot of good election posters that I have. I'm just going to add more questions. Okay. I'm not, no answers. Oh, um, I mean, <laughs> consistent with our. And they say people don't get involved in the democratic process. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, yeah. There's some other really good ones like um, uh, councilman at large. Oh, which yeah. Which makes me feel like they're like a fugitive. <laughs> Right, like, what is that about? If they're at large, like, yeah, we don't want to elect them, right? Or <laughs> are we electing them to be a fugitive? Right, right. We're like, okay, <laughs> like, do they know? Yeah. Is it... <laughs> <laughs> what the hell does that councilman at large? There's also and are there just councilmen as well? Are they elected officials, or yeah. is it only the ones at large that are elected? Oh. I don't know. At large. Because, uh, have I seen elect- election posters for just councilmen? I think I have. Okay. Yeah. So, presumably, at large is just the leader of all the... Maybe. But that feels like, why even be a councilman? Mm. If you have to... If you're the boss? <laughs> <laughs> if you're not the boss. Oh. Oh, right, I see. Like... You don't want to be a... Uh... I mean, anything you promise, you can't. <laughs> Well, well, it depends on... As the councilman at large. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what's another one? There's another one that's really weird sounding that I don't know what they do. Hmm. Um, oh, a comp troller. I've always been confused a c- about. A cop troller. Comp. A comp troller. Yeah. Comp troller. That's a what? single word. Like the controller of compensation? <laughs> it's like a portmanteau? Yeah, it might be that. It might actually be that. Because <laughs> it does involve money, I think. Oh, it's sort like, of, a, sort of like a treasurer. But maybe it's in between a treasurer and a uh, uh, train controller, fat <laughs> controller, <laughs> comp troller, a comp troller. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I feel like it has to do with budgets, probably. Like, all right, let's let's uh, <laughs> figure out where the money goes, That's and the not... selectmen will figure out who the money goes to. Yeah, yeah. The con- <laughs> right, the specific. I don't know. We obviously don't know, but comp troller just yeah. like really, we're making stuff up. This is and, not. Uh, so I guess like councilmen, they they're just supposed to give counsel, presumably. Mm. But maybe they only console with the councilman at large, mm-hmm. and the councilman at large uses like aggregates all of that mm. to the selectman mayor. The mayor, maybe? I don't know. I don't know what mayors do either. Oh, who's Seems like, like they just cut ribbons and Is there a hierarchy? Yeah, I don't know. This isn't the government is not flat. I don't think Yeah. There is a hierarchy. Yeah. I'll... But I also think a lot of things just go to the council like for a particular city. It's just they they do a vote at the council. The council level. Right. Which I don't think the Mayor. Is the mayor, like, the vice president in that scenario where they can, like, jump in a... and break a tie or something? I don't really know. Well, is the councilman that thing? The councilman at large? Oh, that's, like, the speaker of the house. Right. But for maybe. the council? Yeah, maybe. Huh. 
Seems plausible. If the mayor is assassinated, <laughs> the councilman at large... Takes over? No, they're the ones that... They're at large. They're, oh, because they, they... They did it. Well, they didn't do it, but they're... <laughs> they're to blame. They're the scapegoat, because they're... <laughs> That's a scapegoat. All right, well, we didn't find him, so I guess... Yeah, yeah. You know the... Yeah. You're at large. It's a risk. Yep. Hmm. It's a That's risk to take. That must be how it works. Okay. That seems right. So, what is a selectman? No answer. Un- unknowable. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we can't. We can't know. <laughs> I never told you about the Shut Up and Sit Down Expo that I went to. Um, Shucks. In in, uh, in Vancouver. In Vancouver, British Columbia. Oh, yeah. Is that why you went? You know... Because it's British Columbia? I mean... Is that the only place in Canada that you... Yeah. You're allowed to go? I'd rather not go to the... The Frenchy The French side. Part. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Even though it's so close. I know, I know. It's inconvenient for me. Near in Arizona, that would have been an easier trip. Yes. Somewhat. It's still pretty far. Yeah. But. Well, my parents went and they were going from Arizona. Mm. And it was an easier trip for them. How long is that? I'm going to guess the flight length for that. I'm going to say... Four hours. It's another one of those things that's unknowable. Mm. I, uh, I don't know. I think it's three hours. That could be. I just always underestimate, like... Uh, you just overestimated. Well, I underestimate the size... That's why. I'm overcorrecting for my... Underestimate. Normal underestimation, underestimation <laughs> of the size of California, for example. I'm like, oh, it's just California, but... Oh, yeah. It's actually, like, very, very... Oh, yeah, it's huge. Huge. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah? Um, oh, I was how gonna... How was it? Oh, it was great. I won. What? I won. You won. I won the whole thing. In the so cl- you didn't say anything, and you remained in your seat the whole time. In the closing ceremony, okay, they read out the scores. What is happening? And I got like a hundred million points or something, and I was first. Very confused. Oh, I don't think I know what you went to. <laughs> um, I thought it was just where you hang out with nerds and. Talking yeah. about board games? So that's what that's what it is. They had a... Um, so it was at the uh, Marriott Hotel. Uh-huh. Or a Marriott Hotel. Not the... <laughs> the it's at the Marriott. Yeah, no. It's just, yeah. It's just one of them. One of many. Um, mm-hmm. And it's they... Like, it's like the Plaza Hotel. The they, Marriott. They also didn't know what it was. They what, did... What, they, what was? <laughs> the whole thing? The whole thing. Oh, okay. Because they were... They didn't think... Had they done this before? No. Oh. So they were okay. This this hotel was like, well, uh, I don't think people would just all fly out to play board games. <laughs> like that doesn't seem right. Oh my god! And so they changed the title. Okay. To the shut up and sit down board game competition. The the hotel changed the, the hotel. Name. So on all of the printed oh my gosh signs and things. Yeah. Every single sign had at the top the shut up and sit down. Hotel competition. Oh my god! And they were like, "Well, I guess it, it must be a competition because why else would?" I'm not just gonna hang out. Yeah, right. Why would you do that? Um, and so they thought this was a pretty funny joke. And yeah. So um, you know, put some names together with some points. And and you won. I won. <laughs> I was first. 
Oh my god. They read out and they were like, and in first place was uh, with, you know, 100 million, whatever, <laughs> like a very specific number was Matthew Sumner. Did I was you like, go, what the fuck? Did you go up and get like a trophy or anything? No, they, they couldn't oh. be sure that, they, that the people would be in the crowd. But you were sure. Oh you yeah, were in the crowd. I should, but I was so surprised I didn't like stand up and <laughs> like, I'm here. It was oh me. Oh my God. Wow. And so like afterwards I went up and was like, I'm the winner. Nice. They're like, yeah. You should put that in your Twitter bio or something. Oh yeah. But winner of the first ever. Yeah. Shut up and sit down yeah. board game competition. Oh my God. That's awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, I mean, I feel like. You put a lot of effort in that trip, oh, probably, like, yeah. uh, planning and, uh, you know... It was far to travel things and... and uh, it's a good payoff. Yeah. There was two people, I think, from New Zealand, so I didn't win the, like, traveling the furthest... Sure. ...competition, but I did win the board gaming competition, which That's really is the most important thing. Did the hotel go as far as, like, putting out, like, trouble and sorry, like, checkers? <laughs> no, they did like, not. That would have been funny if they, like, set up this whole room of just, like, <laughs> dumb board games. I don't know. Yahtzee and... It was, it, was, it was really good. They had a, um, they had a room where um, they could show off some board games that hadn't come out yet. Mm. Um, and so one of, the, one of my favorite ones that we played was called uh, Stuffed Fables. Hmm. And so imagine Descent, yep. but for kids. Ooh. And it was like um, each board was like a page in a book. Whoa. And uh, so you it had like a grid and everything, and then you had miniatures that moved around. So was it, it was like a ring-bound, yeah. like cardboard a, yeah. book kind of thing? Yeah, sort of like, um, not cardboard, but sort of like cardstock. Thicker, yeah. Yeah, so thicker than paper, but... Okay. And um, So you don't have to assemble the board or anything, it's just yep, the next just page. Just set up done. Yeah, nice. Put, put people in the starting area. Yep. And you randomly choose enemies. Hmm. <laughs> And um, each of you is playing a stuffed toy okay. that is protecting a little girl oh. as she grows up. <laughs> and every, like, um, adventure, which is, um, like, a couple of scenarios, yeah. is an important milestone in her growing up. Aww. So the first one is her graduating to a big girl bread. <laughs> Um, and so it's the, the first night of you having to protect her from the nightmares <laughs> under the bed. And oh, that's really It's cute. adorable. Yeah. It, and, Is it out yet now? Or? Uh, it's supposed to be out by the end of the year. Yeah. Um, Are you maybe going to... Oh, I'm definitely going to get it. <laughs> yeah. For Because I, I think Paige will love it. Oh, man. Because yeah. it, it's got, like, um, reading, you know, serious, like, scenario yeah. story building. And, <laughs> and it's, like... Basically age-appropriate. Yeah. Um, Good enough. Yeah. That's awesome. It might be a, a little bit creepy. Um, yeah. With, like, the living toys and everything. Yeah. But, I um, mean, Toy Story. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, like, uh, and you all play, like, like, a teddy bear or a doll or this kind of thing. But one of them is, like, this um, rag doll who was the girl's mother's mm. doll. Yep. And so she, she's, this, this doll is, like, this crazy veteran who... <laughs> Like, it's telling them everything that's going to happen. It's like, right, this is the first, like... Oh, that's great. Like, this is when shit gets so real. like, the narrator, or... Uh, or she's, like, like, the leader of the group, yeah. of the party. That's really fun. It's a fun idea. Yeah. Huh. Um, I'm always impressed, I don't know, the limitless, like, imagination of 
of game creators. Like, mm. oh, man. Like, it's... Yeah. And it's always, like, comes with this feeling of, like, oh, I could have figured... I could have come up with that. But yeah. it's like, no, I don't know if I could have. Yeah. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty good. It's pretty novel. Cool. Um, Ooh. Should we talk about your best self and my best self? Sure. So we haven't really spoken about my paternity leave. Mm. And I'm right. I think I'm at the beginning of week eight. Wow. I've been counting. Yeah. The weeks. And that's in this chunk. Yeah. You took a little bit of time at the beginning. I took one week at the beginning. Very small amount. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a very small amount of time. Yeah. And now I have taken ten I'm planning to take ten weeks. And this is to get um, our son to six months old before he goes to daycare and we stop raising him. So you're, you're in your third trimester. Yeah. My third. Yeah. Of your ten weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I were to split it into threes. Yeah, that'd be really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Three and a third week. Yeah. 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 You're in it. Sure. You're definitely in it. <laughs> um... So, at the beginning, I decided that I wanted to not to try and do as much as possible. Yep. In terms of like keeping the house organized and yep. like really dedicating myself to being off and being the sort of household person. Right. Because it's not something that I have fully dedicated myself to before. Right. Um, we've always had like a lackluster, um, divvying up of chores and things. Yep. Um, but so I decided that I needed some productivity hacks to help, to help accomplish yep, that. All of the things. Cause it's really hard. Yeah. Being a stay at home, anything. Um, baby. Yeah, it's really dog. hard being a baby. Like, you don't know what's happening. You're right. learning how. Yeah. Dogs, are, yep. Also, mm-hmm. they panic because mm. they don't know what's outside or why it's outside or right. if it's going to come inside. Okay. It's terrifying. So you some hacks. Yep. You uh, so, got a self-help book. Self. Help. Yep. Self. <laughs> self. <laughs> self-help book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I started using Skillshare. Have you heard of that? I've heard of that. Maybe I've mentioned it. That's why. I think maybe you have. Yeah. Anyway, they had some videos. Um, One of the big things that I decided to do was to write three goals down for every day. Okay. And these were things like do the laundry. This was your own, or this was from a skill? Skillsoft, yeah. Skillshare. (laughs) Yep. Um, Okay. Three goals for each day. Three goals for each day and three goals for each week. Oh, okay. Power of threes. Yep. Yeah. Three is a magic number. Yep. So. And there are separate levels of things. Like yeah, for yeah. For the week you would do. Like a high level, like this thing. is the kind of thing. Like right. in this week I want to like commit myself to achieving X, Y, Z. Okay. Kind of thing. So I bought a whiteboard. Yep. To write that stuff down. That helped a lot. Okay. Like writing stuff down is super powerful. So yep. I'm going to keep doing that when we go, when I go back to work. You, so uh, can you explain why that is as a computer person? Why um, an analog, uh, I th- or do you not know, or is it just I, this magical I think it's, thing? Well, so when you're, um, 
when you're like instead of typing when you're actually um writing thing something down yeah i think it just um engages more of your brain mm-hmm. and so like the actual like handwriting just Motions. requires more yeah engagement right than like hitting a key on a keyboard yep um and so i think the like it, it's also like you've physically made a thing right like in having like having the whiteboard because it's in our kitchen yep like having it there and like you can see it every day and you can be like oh well what should i be doing right now and you're also being home i'm sure you're in and out of the kitchen all day right um so it's always in your purview yeah it's not some an app that you have to launch to check up you know how you're doing or whatever it's just right there exactly cool um so that's that's a huge thing that i would advise everyone does yeah get a whiteboard mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's amazing cool anyway yep that evolved okay I decided to get a journal. Yes. Which is this thing. That's a pen. This one. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it's called... I'll hand it to you. Yep. Uh, it's from a company called Best Self. Yep. Um, which have been advertising aggressively on like every podcast I listen to. I won't read your diary, honestly. You can read my diary. There's nothing... There's nothing crazy in there. Any weird goals? Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm looking at a particular day. Yeah, it's and my goal. Yeah. So this is like a singular goal. Per this day. is yeah. This is what's what's your overarching goal for the day? Today's targets. What will make today a win for you? Yeah. What's the difference between a target and a goal? Um, the targets are like so. The goal is a little more like um, abstract. I think. Okay. It's like, um, so overall my goal is to, um, get the house in order. Yeah. Follow. Yeah. Build this or like, I guess, make this new thing a reality, like feel confident in X, Y, Z kind of thing. Okay. Um, whereas the, the targets are like, okay, well, what are the three concrete things that will get you there that will get you to achieve your goal? So in, um, GTD. Okay. Getting things done. Yep. Have you dug into that recently? I haven't, no? but we've okay. spoken about it yes. before. So in GTD, I think my the goal here would be a project. Right. So, a pr- and the name, the way you like define a project is the outcome that you want. Right. Out of the thing. Like, yeah. this is the state of the world I want to be in when yes. this project is done. And then each action in that project would be, it looks like that's like a target. Right. That is a... Uh, you always have, and they can be like dependent on each other or not or whatever, but, right. uh, cool. Okay. Then you have a quote to <laughs> inspire you. Yeah. An inspirational quote. Nice. Um, and then lessons learned are opportunities for improvement. Yep. Wins are the brag zone. Okay. Yeah. So you reflect so you, after the day, you say, okay, this is what I actually accomplished. This is yeah. what I'm grateful for. Yeah, the, actually, so the, the things that you're grateful for, so every morning and every evening, you have to write down three things that you're grateful for. Yep. This, I really struggle with. Mm. Like, this is not a English, like, culturally, this is difficult for me. Yep. To, like, have the sort of write down positive things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, and there's... There's like a part of my brain, a cynical part of my brain that every time I do this and I've been forcing myself to do it, yep. there's a cynical part of my brain that's just screaming, this is stupid and pointless. And 
Yeah. But I, I've been really trying to... Because they say it's like about bookending your day with positivity. Mm. Which even like saying that, I'm like disgusted by it. <laughs> um, um, this sounds like it might be a healthy exercise. I, I think it is a healthy exercise for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like the daily stuff. So yep. it's 13 weeks worth of days. Yep. So that's like the daily planner part of it. But then it also has weeks. Okay. So there's uh, like a two page spread for each week. That has like your weekly milestones, like a overview of what you want to get done so, in the week. So sorry. So this whole this journal encompasses thirteen weeks. Yes. Please? Okay. Right. Yeah. And that's that's where you these pages these week pages are where you set those higher level right. Um, and so there's like pa- pages for the weeks, pages for the day, and then before the weeks, there's. Um, there's some month stuff, but there's also like the, here are my, in 13 weeks, here's what I want to have done. Right. And the idea is that 13 weeks is like a quarter. Right. Um, of the year. And it's, uh, yeah, you're supposed to have one of these each quarter. Gives you enough time to do something really tangible and meaningful. Like, yeah. Meaningful, yeah. Um, you could, so you, you can could write a short story. Yeah. You could do start yeah decide you know really kick off your business or like reach a certain uh, they give examples like sales call uh sales goals and that kind of thing yeah cool yeah how's it um so how far are you into it one week one week okay um how does it feel so far uh do you do you find any differences in the way that you're like thinking about things or like framing your so a big thing is I we spend like um, 10 minutes every morning and every evening, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's tough to actually like commit to doing that. Right. Like, especially with two kids. Yep. Because I basically, I have to wake up before they wake up mm-hmm. and get through my morning routine and then do the journaling yep. stuff. But like just the act of like spending some time and like sort of sketching out what I imagine my day should be. Um, Just the deliberate nature of it. Right. Yeah. Um, It led to this weird situation where I did the things that I wrote down. That is weird. Uh, (laughs) I have a lot of things in OmniFocus that are like things that I won't do. Yeah. I I write down the things that I won't actually do. Right. Thinking that I will. Yeah. And then I just do the things that I will do. Yeah. In the moment. Yeah. this, this (laughs) This is much better for that. Yeah. For like actually... I found I'm actually doing the stuff. Hmm. So, like, I, I blocked off some time for, like, um, messing around with Crystal. Yep. A new programming language. Yeah. Um, and it was weird because it got to that time in the day and I was just like, oh, I guess I'll do that now. Hmm. And I just did it. Sounds sounds good. Yeah. Sounds appealing to me. It's also, I like... Use some some structure. Yeah. It's also, like, at the beginning of the day because I'm, like, sketching out, like, oh, I'm going to spend two hours doing this, this much time doing that. Um you quickly realize how little time there is in a day. Right. Um, like, you can't do everything. Like, whenever I do have to-do lists, it's like, well, I've got to do all of these things, and I never actually say when I'm going to do them. Yeah, I think we also get into a funk a lot where we, like, over-promise things to ourselves. Yes. That are not, is not realistic, so we just, like, keep feeling down about, like, oh, I still didn't do that. I still right. didn't edit Hunch... I mean, I still didn't... <laughs> 
you know, whatever it is. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's everything becomes like a, just this slog of like, uh, yeah, like feel like you're just can't do anything kind of thing. Like you can't get anything done. So yep. I like the idea of like actually having that timeline laid out when you're look when you're like planning. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I will say that the, the structure doesn't always work. Right. Like, um, I had planned to go into Boston yep. one day and I'd planned out like, I, it was just for the morning and I was like, okay, at this time I'm going to be here doing this and then I'm going to be here doing that. And your children had their own yeah. plans. <laughs> and then the day. my, my daughter was, uh, spiked a fever yep. after I'd <laughs> planned everything out. And I right. was like, well, okay, cross it all out. Like, yep. yeah, I guess I'm, yeah, not doing that, but that's fine. I didn't feel yeah. like it was awful because of that. Right. But it does mean that I haven't done those things. Uh, yeah. At least I know. Um, cool. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued for myself, but also not sure I want to write things down. <laughs> yeah. The actual, like... Partially because my handwriting is just so oh, have you seen, bad. Have you seen my handwriting? It's awful. No, I think that's better than mine. It's really bad i mean it's bad but it's uh, <laughs> mine's 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 bad. yeah it's a competition um i have the worst time i see <laughs> mine's worse <laughs> um yeah but i do i think the biggest value for me in having the analog portion of it would be less about maybe less about the making the motions and more about just like i'm not looking at a screen that i can do other things with and just right. like get in that stupid zone where my I stop thinking and I'm not deliberate. I'm just like oh, opening up Reddit, yeah, open Twitter and whatever. And uh, do, do. now I'm reading a New York Times article and I'm just like oh, it's a half an hour later and I <laughs> don't know what I did. Yeah. Um, so just having that separate like okay, sit down at the table, whatever. Open this book that can only do the one thing. Yes. Like that seems like a high high value. I've toyed with. Um, Literally cleaning my entire home screen of icons. Oh, we and just having like OmniFocus. Have we talked about this? We so we we have spoken about like um, removing clutter from home screens before. Yeah, but also um, we compared home screens. Yeah, because I just have the one page, right? Which I've cheated because I put everything in folders. <laughs> yeah, but it is. Um, yeah, I have a lot. I have many more apps. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I have like a row free on my home screen. Yeah. With nothing in it. And you don't have any more pages. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I, really stupid. I have like. Uh, what's a good example? <laughs> like AR stuff and. Oh, oh yeah, that. But yeah. then like the uh, Walgreens app. <laughs> like, what, like, what am I doing with the Walgreens app? Yeah. Nothing. For, just... for a while, I had the Stop and Shop app, and now yeah. I don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, some things, you know, like Peapod or whatever, if you right. do that, that makes more sense. But yeah. if it's just like, this is a store that I go to. Yeah. But I don't really need... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I should probably do a pass on that, too. But um, but it's more... I think more of the... Da- that's just, like, clutter. Mm-hmm. But more of the danger is just, like, things that you don't... Um, deliberately want to use that you just end up using because they're right. just right there. Yeah. Which is, does not include the stop and shop. <laughs> like, you're not like, oh, let's just see, look at food. For, yeah. I don't know. Let's look at the deals. Yeah. Maybe it does for some people. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I like, 
I like the the idea of um, just acting more deliberately in, mm. in general. Yeah. Um, I think the mindfulness, all that stuff, right. is like is has been tempting me more and yep. more recently. Um, maybe meditation. I don't know. Yeah. Curious about it. The uh, whiteboard helped yeah. tremendously with like being more intentional and mm-hmm. because every evening I would have to say like, okay, what well, what are the three things that I want to get done tomorrow? And it would just be like a dumb checklist. Yeah. Like thing one, thing two, thing three. Yeah. And then every day wipe it clean. Mm-hmm. There's no record of it and start again. Yep. And that set me up to start the journaling, I think. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit of routine. Yeah. That, like you were good at sticking to every day and right yeah yep um and so i did that for seven weeks and then this week i started this because i'm in week eight so six weeks yep yeah i've um read this book called the power of habit Mm. that's oh all about this stuff that's another thing and uh i think that was a big point was like you just need some confidence to like get going yeah one thing and that can like be a springboard to and then you build off other habits. And, yep. Like triggers and stuff. Yeah. Um, I downloaded an app called Habit Ball. This was another top, mm. this was another tip from the um, productivity stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sickening courses on <laughs> Skillshare. Uh-huh. Um, so that's been quite good. Only cool. ha- I only have two habits. Nice. But. Yeah. The, the habit apps uh, have been a thing that I've been trying to, well. Used to be Try, like a big yeah. side project of mine that I kind of fell off, and now everything's just beer recipes. But uh, <laughs> uh, cool, yeah. Habit ball. If people need a habit app, um, is it is it several dollars on the it is store? Uh, zero dollars zero dollars. But I did pay two dollars, I think, to get the pro version, um, which wasn't. There was only one thing that I needed, mm. which was I set my phone up from scratch. Yep. And I needed the um, app to sync between multiple devices. <laughs> For a small amount of time. Yeah. Nice. And that was a pro feature. Yeah. Uh, so you're a habit professional. Yes, I am. Nice. I have professional habits. Um, Good. Uh, should we be mindful of our time? We should. Okay. Is, is there, there's no... We should talk about the iPhone ten maybe next time. Oh, yeah. We both have them now, and we'll, cool. we'll have had a little good, t- good run. Tease about next time. Yeah. Yeah. Get people on board. We should deliberately talk about the iPhone 10 <laughs> next time. Okay. Okay. I'll put it in the, in the plan. journal. In the planner. Yeah. It's a goal. It's a, yep. Target. It's a target. Everything. It's a... <laughs> next action. Action plan. Mm-hmm. How do I stop this?